So we're working on the Sugi Vishtadlis. <clears throat> and <clears throat> obviously, apropos with these Sugis, the Parshas, Yosef Tzadik, at the end of this week's Parsha, some learn Rashi says that he had a certain lack of Bitochon, and for that he had to stay in jail for an extra two years. <clears throat> what, was, what, was, what was Yosef's issue? What was his problem? He did what any one of us would have done, which is probably the problem. But what exactly? What did he do? And that comes, of course, on the cusp of Hanukkah. There's a lot to, there's a lot to, to connect here. And it's all really one sugya. And we're trying to understand the, the Chobos Lavavos. We're trying to understand what was the, what's the need of human effort, the, the need of Ishtadlis. As the Chavaz Vavaz says, that a person has to go after the Chazur, the Sabi, Valsibos, Aterif, Ushar, Mashu, Tzarechilov. A person has to go after food, he has to go after all different things that he needs. That's on page 83. <clears throat> Man needs many, many things to live in this world. And the Chavaz Vavaz told us, I'm not sure if we read two reasons, I'm not sure what happened two weeks ago, but there are two main reasons that the Chavaz Vavaz brings down why do we need to have Ishtadlis. Reason number one, we said, was to test us. To test us. Are we going to serve Hashem or not serve Hashem? That was the first reason. Did we, did we read the second reason? Yeah, we did read it maybe two weeks ago. So on page, on page 85, on the bottom, just quickly, we're just going to read it very quickly. So Kodesh Baruch is going to test us whether we're going to serve Him or not. And he says on page 85 in the Those things that the Creator decreed that the person will obtain, he will obtain as, as a result of God making available all the means that he requires. Well, those things that God did not decree that he will obtain, if Hashem says no, then he will not obtain them because those means will be withheld from him. You could try very, very hard to get something, but if a Kaddish Baruch Hu says no, he'll just pull the plug on the whole thing, or he'll make one, he'll put one little wrench in, in, in your whole system that you made, and he could easily withhold <coughs> that which you're looking for. As a result, it will become clear if he wishes to serve God or disobey Him, based on his choice of the means with which to obtain his needs. On account of this, he will either be rewarded or punished, even if he did not end up obtaining that which he tried to obtain. How does a person go about his business to get what he needs? If he follows in the way of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, then we see that he's an Ebed Hashem, and he'll get reward for that. And if he goes in another way and he's not following, then maybe he will get, maybe he won't get what he wants. Sometimes the Russia gets what he wants. Sometimes the Russia does not get what he wants. But either way, he's going to be punished. Because Kaddish Baruch knows his, his machshavas, which way he's going to go. Vasheni, <clears throat> on page 87. What's the second reason why we're required to go after a stylus? Vasheni ki ilu lo Lahavos Tarpo Hayaboid Verodef Achar Haveros 
ולא היו משגיח על משהו חי בו על טובס אלוקים עליו, כמו שנאמר, ויקינו ונאו על טוב וחלו ויין משתיהם, ואס פועל השם לא יביטו, ומייסי יודב לא רו, ואומר, and everyone knows this passage, וישמן ישרון ויבט, שמנת אביסה כסיסה ויתוש אלוקו עשו. The second reason he says why God deemed that people be required to exert effort and employ various means to obtain their livelihood, which is, the unbold is their addition, why people have to go and obtain stuff, is that if a person did not need to exert himself to pursue, pursue and search for means of sustenance, if a person would not have to go to work and a person wouldn't have to go around to clothing stores to buy clothing, if everything would just be available for him, he would rebel and pursue that which is forbidden. He'd get himself into trouble. And he would not heed his obligations toward God in exchange for the kindness of God toward him. Which is a very, very big line. And you have to really know more of Chavos of Lovis to understand that line. We're going to discuss it in a minute. I'll read that line again. He would rebel and pursue that which is forbidden. A. And he would not heed his obligation toward God. Okay, he won't do mitzvahs. Why is a person doing mitzvahs? In exchange for the kindness of God toward him. A person is obligated to do mitzvahs, a person is obligated to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu because of the kindness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. This we're going to discuss in a minute. This is earlier in Chavos of Elis. Let's just read the, the Psukim here. As the verse says in Yeshaya, and there are harp and lute. I don't know what a lute is. Is that something that they left out an F? Or is the lute actually in... Oh, so yeah, I guess they didn't leave it out. Tambourine and flute. And wine at their drinking feasts, the work of the Lord they do not regard, and the deed of his hands they have not seen. Similarly, it says in Devarim and Yeshurun, Klal Yisrael unfortunately became fat and rebelled. We got a lot of stuff, and we ended up rebelling against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Moshe says, you grew fat, thick, and plump. Klal Yisrael forsook the God who made them. So if, we don't, if we're not always involved at work and getting stuff, then we can rebel against the Kaddish Baruch Hu, get ourselves into trouble. So what, at work, we don't get ourselves into trouble? Just because we have to go to receive sustenance, we go to work, because we have to go to the stores, we're free from trouble? We're also in trouble over there. So what's going on over here? Weiter, we learned <clears throat> last week that some people learn this, these lines of the Chavos Lavaba says, why do we have to go to work? In order that he tests us, do we keep Torah and Mitzvahs or do we not keep Torah and Mitzvahs? <coughs> that was like a very simple way of, of learning it. The problem is, is A, the Chobos of Oves is not just referring to work. Those aren't the words. He says, Ush'ar mashu whatever you need, any Ishtadlis you need to do in life, why? Any Ishtadlis. Again, getting clothing. What does that have to do with, that doesn't, doesn't have to do with going to work. And also we learned last week there was a mahalich of the, you know, deep level, high levels of chasidis, that the reason, the tachlis is to, of course, of this world is to reveal a Kaddish Baruch in this world, obviously. And sometimes a Kaddish Baruch hides himself, and sometimes he really, really, really hides himself to the point where that which is going on in the world is antith- antithetical to him. It looks, this, is, this can't be him. How could this, this is so bad this can't, this can't be God. And our avoda, our test, there's how they learn, the test of the Chavos of Avos, is to still see God in those big tests. And what about the rest of my day? What about everything else? 
we haven't really explained what about day to day, you know, minute to minute. We have needs all the time. To the point that somebody in the Chabura came to me this week, and he's 100% right, and he said, according to the Chavos of Avos, what about breathing? We also need to breathe. We have to do, also do Heshtadlis to breathe. So why are we only talking about work when every moment we have to do Heshtadlis to breathe? The Kaddish Bible doesn't breathe for us. Unfortunately, Chas Hashem, someone can't breathe. They, have to, they need machines. So what's... What exactly is the answer to these questions? What is the Chavos of us talking about? Why do we need to have all of this Heshtadlis? Everything, not just work. Heshtadlis with the kids. Why can't they just grow up and just become like mature, happy people? What are, I'm mishta, parents are Heshtadlis with the kids all the time. It's not Heshtadlis. I'm not just talking about going to work to pay for their bills. How about talking to them on a daily basis? How about trying to raise them? Not, not the money, not the stuff taking them to doctors, just raising them, pouring them cereal and apple juice and seltzer. Right? It's all Ishtadlis, no? So that's the, what's the test? To see if I follow Torah and Mitzvahs? Not every single moment is there going to be some kind of Mitzvah, Darais or Mitzvah or, or Losase. Not every single moment is this massive test of Hashem is hiding himself as antithetical. This moment of me pouring apple juice and seltzer to my, my, my daughter, that antithetical to God that I have to then bring him into it. That's, so what is that moment? <clears throat> so, I think, Obdarach Efsher. But this gate, the Sharbitachon, is amongst a large system in the Chavos of Avos. To just learn this gate, you can. And you can grow from it. There's no question. But to really understand the Chavos of Avos in context, where he's coming from, you need to know more about the Chavos of Avos. For example, that line I read, and he would not heed his obligations toward God in exchange for the kindness of God toward him. Where did he just throw that in from? Where did that come from? Right, if you, so you're just learning Chavos Levavos, you could just gloss over that line. Because if you just learn Chavos Levavos Sharbitachon, you don't know that he's, he's, he, this line is the most major line in all of Sharvotos Elokim, which is the Shar right before this, which some of us were zochet to learn together. And that line is really coming from Shar Bechina, which is really coming from Shar Yichar Elokim. So let's, let's for a minute try to put things into context to maybe understand a little bit more potentially what he means here and, and to give ourselves a, a real a real tam for the avoda. So it's a very big kitzer because if, if we want to really learn this well, we could spend you know the next nine, twelve months learning all of the gates up until now. But but the Chavuzol starts with Shar Yichud which is a Shar that most people don't end up learning for different reasons. But it's the Shar of Amuna. There really, really is a God. There is a God who created the world. That's the major. The major, uh, you know, thesis statement of of Shai Yichud <clears throat> Then from there he starts Shar Bechina. So Shar Bechina was made famous by Rav Victor Miller, where he took that Shar and that became his whole life's work. Because there in Shar Bechina, the Chovos of Avos, everything that Rav Victor Miller saying was came out from the Chovos of Avos. He just expanded in his way. Not everything. That sug of what he was talking about, with the apples and the you know, putting his head in the water so he could feel what it's like to breathe. 
that sugar vigdimo. He had a lot of, he was very colorful. <clears throat> so Shabbat is breaking down the world that God created, right? Because there really, really, really is a God. Shayich Adulakim. And they're taking the world and seeing how every single thing in this world is to serve man. Everything. It's, it's every single thing in nature is God's handiwork, mamish, and how everything is to serve us. The sun, to appreciate what the sun is. Every single day, you can go outside and there's some heat, solar energy, it gives us light. How could we live without the sun? Imagine there was no sun. It was just, you know, moon and stars. We take it for granted. Shabbat is trying to say, don't take things for granted. Appreciate Hakar Satov. Feel the chesed of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. When you feel, right? So there's really, really is a God. Everything in the world is a chesed for us. When you realize a Kaddish Baruch Hu's chesed in the deepest way, right? The chesed of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, let's do, I like visuals. So the chesed of a Kaddish Baruch Hu comes into my head. Because I recognize a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he really exists. And everything, like the sun and all the good stuff in life is coming. I understand that's from God, right? Now, when a person really thinks about that, and he lives Shabbat so it goes into his heart, and what does he feel? Hakar Satov. Wow. I really, really appreciate what God's doing. I, I, I feel so happy, because I appreciate I'm not just taking for granted the sun, and, and when the sun goes away, oh, I can't believe what's he, why is the weather like it's raining again? Because, first of all, we have to appreciate the sun. Then we have to appreciate the rain. Right there, I have a kid's book. Based on Victor Miller, based on, of course, Shabachina, where he talks about the kids upset about the rain, and then he shows what, what the rain does, where it comes from, where it goes, how everything grows because of the rain, etc., etc., etc. So everything becomes a karasatov, that feeling inside, from the recognition of the chaz de Hashem. Slowly but surely, it's trickling into the system. Then the Chavos of Avos turns into Shabbos Elokim, serving God. When a person feels the chaz de Hashem, be'emes in his heart, and he feels that hakara satov, hakara, the recognition of the tov. I recognize God, I recognize the chesed, and now I recognize the tov inside me. That's what hakara satov is, to appreciate, to feel gratitude, not to just say thank you. That's good, but that's very external. To feel it inside, so when that's in the system, now when a person's filled up with a karsa tov, he can't just live that way. It, he, he becomes filled up with the chaz de Hashem. He has to, he has to get something out of himself. He's filled up with a simcha. He's filled up with appreciation. What happens when you receive something that you really, really, really appreciate? You just sit there quietly. Thank you. If a person really has a real karsa tov for something, He's filled up. He gets, he, he's elated. He has to thank the person. He has to hug the person. He has to do, do for that person. Whatever I could do for you, you saved my life. How can I repay you? You can't control yourself. It's not an intellectual, tell your grandparents thank you for that toy you just gave you. That's, that's okay, it's, that's basic. But that's nothing. Can you say thank you? It's like almost a, it's embarrassing to even say, it's just, it's nothing before, it's nothing after. But when a person's taught, and this is not a simple thing, when a person learns, you can't be taught, when a person on his own learns the sugya and recognizes and lives hakar satov, 
Nobody can teach us. You can read words, but you have to do it. It's not intellectual at any, in any means. When you feel that, you, you, and you feel the chaz de Hashem in everything, you walk around every moment, pesimcha. Mitzvah gedolios pesimcha tamid. Just, just, everything's amazing. To the point, if you can appreciate the air you're breathing, which is every single second, wow, a mamish alive. Now, this is, anybody who's ever tasted this knows. But if you're just hearing this for the first time, it's intellectual, you, believe, you get it, but you've never experienced it. Have you ever come out of the bathroom and said an Asher Yatzer with real heartsy kavana, like, wow. If not for a Kaddish allowing me to go to the bathroom, I would be in pain, I would die. Who knows? But did you ever feel the hargasha of an Asher Yatzer? If not, I tell you to do it. It's, it's free. It's free of charge. It doesn't cost anything. The greatest pleasures in the life are free. A Kaddish it's free. Chinam. It's just you have to you have to work on it. You have to appreciate, which is which is a big avoda. So Sharvaros of Hakim says, says the Chavos of Avos. When the Avos came into the world, Avram Avinu, of course, first, and he started to recognize the Chas de Hashem. Before everybody in the world lived, the Chas de Hashem. I mean, they had the sun, they had the moon, they had the stars, they had the stuff. Things were growing. They had it all the rain, but no one connected it to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. There was no recognition. So you're lacking in, in most of, of the Hana. So Avram Avinu makes that first connection with the Kaddish Baruch. There really, 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 really is a God. And therefore, all that stuff that everybody else thought were gods, right? The whole world thought everything else was a God. Avram says, no, 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 no. That's the Chaz de Hashem. That was his whole Tachas in life, to try to teach that to people. So Avram Avinu <clears throat> recognized the Kaddish Baruch. He recognized the Chaz de Hashem. It went into his system he became obsessed. He was with, with, this, with this appreciation, recognition, actualization, whatever other word you can come up with, with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Memela, he became an Evid Hashem to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That became his, my, his life's mission. I have, I have to serve him. I have to give back to him in any way I can. To the point where the, where the Av Mitzvah were such Chachamim, they were able to even do the mitzvahs. They recognized the Kaddish Baruch so deeply in the creation and the Kaddish Baruch made the world in every aspect and every nuance and every detail. They knew from that what a Kaddish Baruch wants. And they were able to serve a Kaddish Baruch in the highest way. Says the Chavaz that's called Hisaris Hasichlis. It's an inspiration, an awakening from their mind. They recognized God. They recognized all the stuff. And Mimela, they had to serve Him. This was before Torah. This was a self a high-level, self, what's the word? Self-motivated. Self-motivated, self-propelled, Avodos Hashem, the highest, highest level. It's my drug of the others. <clears throat> but as you read the Sadaris came, and there's many reasons the Chavos always explains, and the Guf took on a very strong life of its own. The Guf became very powerful. The mind started to weaken a little bit. And Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov were powerhouses, but already after Yaakov, things already we see some cracks, especially down into Mitzrayim. Because Klaishel could not handle a Hesorus HaSichlis, they would not have been able to, after going down to Mitzrayim, to each one on their own, recognize God, recognize and appreciate and just serve Him. Therefore, Kaddish Baruch had to come in with a new plan, 
It's called the Torah. The Torah. The Torah is a guidebook of rules to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. His Torah is Torah. Because if man can't do it on his own, so he needs the guidebook to do it. And there are all 613 mitzvahs, which is ultimately just to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu, right? The Nukuda Pinimis. And every mitzvah, without any exception, is this is the Ratzon Hashem. I'm going to do the Ratzon Hashem. That's what a mitzvah is. Uh, what's the form of this Ratzon Hashem? Talos, Tefillin, Sukkah, Chanukah, whatever it may come out to be. But the inner point of every single mitzvah, there is no exception, is this is the Ratzon Hashem, and I want to do the Ratzon Hashem. The Torah gave a kvias, it gave rules, it gave also punishments. If you don't follow, right, how are you going to get a person to follow these rules now? So some people did it on their own. They were still high level. But some people need a little bit of a kick. Right? So therefore, we had, Kaddish Baruch was about to put punishments in in order to motivate, external motiva- motivation to them to, have to serve a Kaddish Baruch. The ultimate goal is to serve the Baruch. So if you're not going to do from your own self, Av Mitzvah and Yaakov, then we need the Torah to give us the rules and then sometimes punishments to arouse us to keep the rules. <coughs> now, what the Chovaz of Vavas doesn't say clearly, I don't know what, time it is. what the Chovaz of Vavas doesn't say clearly, just call it a time, because I, I think Rabbi Levin's speaking today? Ten. At 10? So, at what time is it? Oh, okay, fine. <coughs> what happens sometimes what happens sometimes when a person learns this? Is everybody clear so far? This is, this is, these are like big, massive yesodos. Yes. What, what's the higher madrega? I mean, we, we, I think you people always say, like, the first way is a little dangerous, I think, because the person's not having a good, you know, week, whatever, God forbid something's going on. Uh, so, I mean, you're not with me, I'm not going to do it so well. Right, but is it a better madrega? I'm your servant, you, you put me this way, I got a job to do. Let's let's just give where we're holding nowadays yeah. is we have a Torah, right. so we have to keep the Torah. Right. Now that's you have to keep that. I'm not talking about higher madrigas necessarily, even though I might allude to it. You have to keep the Torah, but the question is, are we only relying? Are we only serving our Kaddish Baruch Hu because the Torah says to to do it, or are we? Serving Kaddish Baruch through the Torah, you cannot give away, the Torah is here with us forever. Or are we serving Kaddish Baruch through the Torah because I have a Karsha Tov, Chaz Deshem. Now that we're in the Madrig of Moshe Rabbeinu, are we learning and keeping Torah only because we're weak and we need something to hold us in place? Or are we keeping the Torah because of like the Madrig of the Avos, because we appreciate what God has done for us? We, f- we recognize that really, really, really is a God. Right? People keep Torah and they don't really know that. We know, unfortunately, we know that. They just do it because they, whatever, they do it. I don't know. So we have the Torah. We keep it because we really believe in the Zabari Olam. And we know Sharbachina, all the Chaz de Hashem is coming to our life. And we recognize we have a Karsat Tov. I want to serve him. How do we serve him? Well, one of the major ways is through the Torah. That's, that's what we're given now. But what's the reason I'm following the Torah? Is it because if I don't follow the Torah, I'm going to get into trouble and not serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu? And if I need the Torah, say, no, you have to do this. 
or I really want to serve Kaddish Baruch because I feel an appreciation for what he's done for me in my life. So we have the Torah now, but now it's your choice to choose. Are you going to take the higher road or the lower road? Right? The Madrig of the Ovas was never thrown out. Once Moshe Rabbeinu comes in and brings the Torah, that doesn't mean we threw the Ovas out. The Mahalach of the Ovas is still with us today. In the Torah. Do you want or do you just do because you have to? It is both. You can have a karasatov, but if you don't know how to express it, you express it through ways of Torah. No, the, we, we keep the Torah, the, those are the Torah, those are the mitzvahs. We have that. Why are you keeping tefillin? Because it, you, you have to, because the Torah says you have to do it, and if you don't do it, then you're going to get punished. No, or because you, I want to I serve a Kodesh Baruch, I, I appreciate what he's done for me, I recognize that this is the MS, this is good, and that's what I want to put on tefillin. Why are you doing the Ratz Hashem? Torah's Ratzon Hashem. Because you have to or because you want to. We all have to keep the Torah. There's no, that's it. Torah's set. We can't move from there. But the Panemius, the Ratzon, the Tam, why? You understand? Am I only keeping because I have to? We'll call that Moshe Rabbeinu's level. That's what he was doing the whole Midbar. Was, if you don't keep the Torah, you're going to get in trouble. You're going to you're going to get killed. I'm going to destroy you. Or no, the, or, uh, imagine Avram Vinu coming today and putting on tefillin. He never put on tefillin in his life. Avram Vinu never put on tefillin for real. Imagine if you came put on tefillin. What would that look like? Probably something on the lines of the Kedusha's Levi, you know, putting on tefillin. Basham Tevakadosh. Okay, they've only gone also, but... But <clears throat> there were certain sugyas. The Torah came and t- gave us 613 minutes. There are certain sugyas in Avodos Hashem that never almost left the Madrig of the Avos. And one of those sugis is, is, is Bitachon, Emunu Bitachon. That for a person, yes, of course, the Torah says, I know Hashem Elokecha, therefore you should have Emunu in me and have Bitachon in me. So we start that way. But the, the, the sugya of Emunu Bitachon, for real, for real, is the sugya of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. Their entire life was testament that there is a God, even though they never... They didn't see, they didn't have a Torah, they had nothing. So they you, believed. Are you saying that the giving of the Torah was a bit of it? I'm not saying that. You said that. Chavaz Vodah said that. Learn Shabbos Lakim. That's what he says. So if we would have held on to. Well, that's what it sounds like. So how do, they, how do, we, how, how do, we, how do we say that, that Abraham kept, kept the Torah? We'll get into that afterwards. But what does that mean they kept the Torah? They put on Tillon? He put on Tillon? No. He, he, he put on the phone, they shook a lulu of Bemis. That's what it means? I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's, that's even, it's even a havamina of the Pshat. <clears throat> they knew the Ratzon Hashem, but I don't want to get into that now. Yeah. That's, that's going to take a little bit more time to, to explain. <clears throat> and, what was, and what was the Torah by the Malachim? What were they trying to hold on to? Moshe grabs back and says, what are you, have Kippur Avim? What were they holding on to? What was that Torah that the Molochim had? They knew they didn't have Kippur Avim. What, what did they have? It's a, it's a big secret. It's not for now. Okay. Given such details. Yeah. Of course, 100%. Something we should be able to understand intuitively 
Torah means horah. It means to... to <clears throat> but we're living in a world of Torah. So that's, that's we have to like... We can't forget that. We're living in a world of Torah. But the point is that we have to understand that there's higher madrigas within keeping the Torah. There's very high levels of Rotson, of Avmitzik and Yaakov within the Torah. Now comes the world of Ishtadlis. We also do Ishtadlis. We, we have to go get clothing, we have to go get, we have to eat food, and we have to go to work. Everything, all of that stuff. Which I don't want to, I'm just going to say parenthetically, actually maybe I shouldn't say it. I'll say it, I'll say it. But it, it, it's, 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 it comes from B'zeis HaPecha Tocha all Vishtalis comes from that place. We're going to learn about it later because the Chavaz Valdez is going to, his shita is that going to work or B'zeis HaPecha Tocha is not a B'diyavit. A lot of other big people say it's a B'diyavit. It's, it's, it wasn't the original plan. Chavaz Valdez does not learn that way. So we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it afterwards. <clears throat> so when we're doing, when we're doing Hishtadlis, human effort, and whatever it is that we're doing, anything, you're doing it. You're doing it with your hands. You need to go to work. You need to go get food. You need to deal with your children. That's hands. What are you thinking about? What's the klal in your head? Not every single moment. Like I remember, Moshe asked last week. But what's what am I do? What's going on over here? Who are these kids? Why am I doing this stuff? What's the test of the chavos of us? The question is. What are you thinking about? Where's your mind? What's your understanding of every sugi in life, whether it's Gashmi, Saruchnes, and everything in between? Do you recognize that you need because of Kaddish Baruch who gave you a lack? And do you recognize that the eventual filling of that lack is from a Kaddish Baruch and every process involved is a Kaddish Baruch, like the Chobos Baruch said? Or are you forgetting that? And you have to with your hands, you need to do. Rule in life, you have to do. Whatever it is. Food's not just going to enter into your mouth. Food's not just going to end up in your house. You have to do. Your kids aren't just going to raise themselves. You have to do. What's the mindset? Who, where do these kids come from? Why do I have to do this thing? Very basic. Kodesh Baruch and every single Nakuda in this moment is a Kaddish Baruch Hu's decision. Yay, yes, no. Kaddish Baruch Hu's decision. That's the Sugi of Hishtadus. Hishtadus is not, let's just go to work and almost forget about God for the, for the three hours. And then, okay, but don't cheat and steal and lie and manipulate. And... No. Every moment of Hishtadus has to be with the Bitochon. It's hand in hand. When your hands are working, where's your head? It doesn't mean b'shas ma'isa. It does, but you don't have to. That every single moment you have to be like, okay, God, 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 like typing like while thinking, God, God. That'd be gavaldik, but it's not. It's not possible. But when you go to work every day, and a few times during the day, or in the larger scheme, do you understand why you're going to work? Do you understand when things go well? It's him, and when things don't go well, it's not him. And when things are just par of, it's him. Do you get that or you don't get that? Not to say anything bad about 
Abbas, Yitzchak and Yaakov. Are we saying that the that Abram needed to create a chakras to, in other words, he, he felt himself also waning, if you will, for that, from that con- connection and needed to remind himself? An actualization, if you will. Oh. But you're talking about Ishtalus, you're talking about an actualization to remind us of what the, what the real, of, of, of what the Ramakara is, right? That's say again, say, what, what are you asking? Say again. When you're saying the Ishtalus is really an actualization, it's, it's doing something physical, something that we're part of, to remind us of, of, of who, we're, who we're supposed to be connected to. I'm not saying like, just exactly like that. Okay. I'm saying when you're doing anything, even davening, I'm, I'm, I'm doing davening. It's not to remind myself of God. It's to, it's to, it's when I'm doing that thing, to be there, to be there with Him, to know that He's the one. So why do I need to do it for? Why do I need to? Why do I need to do it for? Why do I need to? I, I don't know if you didn't do it in the beginning. Wait, wait, why do I need to breathe? Why do I need to breathe? Again, He didn't need davening to remind Him. I said, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying He has these to remind Him. I'm saying. Oh, but then I. Saying, saying, <laughs> I can't answer your question. The davening is a hishtadlus, is what I'm saying. Okay. What, what is a hishtadlus? What do I need a hishtadlus for? Oh, for, you want to ask specifically in that, in, in davening? So, so the fact that you have a yitzhak now that creates a mincha. You know, why did Davram create a, a, a shakas mincha matter? Why did we need a reminder, again, I'm saying not you, a reminder in the middle of the day to do hishtadlus that it's it's like a What's tefillah? What's tefillah? What? What is tefillah? What is tefillah in its most essential root? What is it? <clears throat> so, Avram Avinu, in his life, wanted to connect in the most posh... that originally, right? That wasn't the first Wait, step. once he found God. We don't know the title, but so he found he, God. Why did this, so why did he create Mincha Marav also? He didn't. That wasn't part of his... What he needed to connect to God. I don't right. know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yitzhak did chakras, of course, because that's what his father was okay. going to do. But he felt he needed, your words also, needed. Um, that doesn't mean it's a lacking. That means God wanted him to also have that connection at Mencha. And he felt that. He's like, you know what? It's three o'clock in the afternoon. I feel this need, this urge Why? to connect. There's so much Akar Zatov. The afternoon sun is so bishmak. I, I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't, we just don't have it in the Pesukim. What happened to that what? Okay. Therefore, what? I'm not sure. Okay, let's, I'm saying, let's pause it, now. It could be that, 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 that it's, it's, those are even davening is hishtados, right? Yes, hundred percent. Even within the others, if you could say that, that there was a urea sedaris, if you will. No, no, no. Don't, okay, don't, I don't want to say that. They it's different. It's different. Different. I didn't say. I said after the Avos, when I went to I said you were I didn't say from obviously. I don't say such things. We don't need to say such things. You don't need to. Again, I'm not. I'm not saying to say anything bad about. They're not saying anything bad. I'm saying. I'm saying that is that the reason why we had chakras didn't came originally, and then we have the mincha, and then we have the marav. So Kaddish Baruch wanted people to connect them in different ways, and that was it. He wanted people to connect different some some chakras, some mincha, some marav. Maybe they created for us. Anyway, he didn't create chakras. Sure we created chakras based on his connection. It's a very literal, I know. Let's. Of your words and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, we can think. Of, okay. So when a person, if you read on a couple of pages after eighty-seven, your question is somewhat answered. You have to read it slow, very slow, and let it seep in. It's it's a very it's a very hard. It's like on the fence. It's very hard to get to that point. I think once you get to that point, then you 
then you, it's like you, you totally understand it. We're gonna, we're gonna. It, it, do you understand? It, we're gonna. There, there's more to this. This is really the beginning. Like no, pay, it, you sowed. It's right after. It's right after uh, page eighty-seven as you get into why they solved this. Yeah. We, yes. Yes. We're gonna. We're really. We really are going to get. It's just the. I could have waited to read, you know, ten pages, but and this is the way it came down. We're going to see how this develops, and we will answer. We will answer this question. You'll see. We'll answer this question. <clears throat> so when you have, so now your hands are doing hishtadlis. Your mind is in the in the right place. That this is every single moment dealing with your kids. Shalom bias. Everything is created and orchestrated by Kaddish Baruch Hu. What's right? The recognition. That's more. We'll say it's a muna. Where's the bitachon? Where's your heart at that moment? Where's your heart? Bishas the ma'isa, after the ma'isa, before, where's your heart? Right, my hands are doing, my head is connected to the amunah that Kaddish Baruch is the one who creates and does the process, everything is him. The simon ladover is, are you calm? Are you happy? Or are you stressed and anxious and scared? That's, that's bitachon. Right? That's the raya for your bitachon. Right? Every moment of life, every sugya, it could be about the weather. It's raining and you're upset. That's a lacking of bitachon. What do you tell, what do you give me your selfish ego, uh, you know, reaction to this? Oh, because I, I had a thing scheduled for outside. I get it. I get it. Life... Life doesn't always go the way you want it. I get it. It goes the way the Kaddish Baruch wants it. So are you ready to accept that? You're not ready to accept that. <clears throat> so if we keep, if we're holding, then everything, every need that we need to go after is a test. The test of the Chavos of is, do you connect to a Kaddish Baruch Do you recognize? Or do you not? And if you're a person who's not so connected, then you know. Then then why do you need to? Why do you need to go to work? Meaning, if the test is <clears throat> to see if you're connected or not connected, I mean, you're a person whose mom is just not connected. So that's, that's the point. So you just Kaddish will just give you money. You don't have to do anything. Anyway, you're not. You're failing the test every time. The answer is because otherwise you're going to get into big trouble. That's the hisaurus of Torah. That's the second madrig. Meaning, again, the first level of of on the test is. The, that that madrig of the avos. Are you going to connect your shtadlis to a kaddish baruch Hu? before there was Torah and mitzvahs? Raising your kids, going to eat, going to the store for clothing. There's no there's no, there's no Torah and mitzvahs necessarily. We can find Torah and everything, but there's no Torah and mitzvahs going to the store to buy clothing. But there's a recognition of the Boreolum when you go get the clothing. He gave you the lack. He gave you the thoughts. He gave you the yes. So it's to test you. Are you going to are you going to connect like the avos? When you go to that store or not. But in a, in a larger, and if you're a person who's not so connected, so why does the Kaddish Baruch Hu make us go to work? To keep you out of trouble. That's the Madrig of His Arus HaTorah. If, if, like the Avos. After the Avos. After we went down to Mitzrayim, there was a Yerida. We weren't able to hold that level of His Arus HaSichlis. We needed the Torah to keep us out of trouble. I think that's what he means here. Those are the two reasons. Every moment of my day 
should be tested with, with tested for emunah betachon. I just don't understand the bridge in B. Like if I would not, if I, if Hashem would not give me the need to do a shabbos, I would automatically do averus. Like, what's the bridge? I, I, it's true. I, why why wasn't I would... that? Other than it being a test, we're saying it's not because of the test. There's two reasons the Chavos of Avos. Yes, I'm saying I don't understand B as. Do you understand the Chavos of Avos? Right, I understand the connection between the Tachim, between um, the is necessary, because if not, I would do Averis. Do you understand the need? Other than it being a test, I understand the test aspect of the Hishtablis, so as not to do Averis, the test part, but not something independent of the test. Because B is independent of the test part. Test is all in A, right? To some, I mean, okay. So what's, what's the second... Do we, is it, I'm trying to connect it to what I was saying earlier, what Chavos Avos said earlier, that there was the Madrig of the Avos and then, and then, and then Moshe Rabbeinu. The need for Torah, because if we didn't have Torah, people would, would make mistakes. They wouldn't serve a Kodesh Baruch. Remember I said that earlier? Yes. So that's, that's the second Madrig. Let's see if a person who's is not connected in mindfulness to Kaddish Baruch Hu. So reason A is not really for him. He's not, he's not there. He's just going to keep failing and failing and failing. So then he shouldn't, according to the Chavazos, he shouldn't need to do Hishtadlis. Why do I need Hishtadlis? To test him. But if he's always failing, why does he need Hishtadlis? Just give him money, give him stuff, let him sit in his house all day and just be happy. No, because if he does that, he'll end up making mistakes. He'll end up sinning against God. He's not just going to sit in his house with all his money and his clothing. He's going to end up doing bad stuff. Because of the nature of a, of man. Of a man. So that's why I'm comparing to the Hisaurus of Torah that you need Torah to keep you in check. We need Hishtadlis to keep you in check. Go to work. Yeah, you might make mistakes there. But it's better than just sitting at home all day. So the, the flip side of all this is that if you're inside a Gamor, Ooh, so that's what he's going to say next. Exactly. So as we go on in the Savior, that's what he's going to say. It's a very logical Savior. Based on this, Moshe says, what the Chavos says, what time is it? Based on this, it comes out that if you're a tzaddik, to, if you're a tzaddik and you're always passing the test, you're connected to Kodesh Baruch on everything you do, like the Avos. So why do you have to go to work? So... On one hand, we're going to get into this. One hand is a lot of tzaddikim don't have to go to work. But what about the tzaddikim who do have to go to work? What about the tzaddikim who do have to do a lot of ishtadlis or they have tsaris? He answers that question. That's, that's the next logical progression. Okay, we, have to, we really have to end, but this is the Indian of Yosef a tzaddik, that <clears throat> he was the Hamshach of the Avos. Yosef was supposed to be the Madrega of the Avos. On his Madrega, his ishtadlis was not fully connected to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's why it says, Vayishkachei, the Saramashkin, forgotten. Because that's showing us in his Madrega, on the Madrega of the Ovos, he forgot about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. For that second that he asked the Saramashkin, he forgot about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. He did a Shtadlis, that's fine. That's what everybody would have, one of us would have done. He, with his hands, he said, Can you please remember me? But at that moment he said, Remember me, he forgot about a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Vayishkachei, so he was forgotten. So comes Hanukkah, <coughs> the Hanukkah of Yavon, is Choshech, Choshech, is Shechcha, it's forgetting about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You have no chilek and okay, Yisrael. That's what, that's what Yovan said. Right in the, the Karen Hashor. Shor is Yosef. Right? You have no chilek and okay, Yisrael. You're not connected to him. Don't think about him. Don't be connected. Don't have bitachim. Don't have amuna. So we light the Hanukkah Lech to show, no, no. <laughs> we had amuna. Such a madriga of amuna bitachim. The Maccabeans were able to go against 
teva against the darkness and bring in the light. I'm speaking very quickly, very, very quickly. I just think to end off is that there's a sugi, there's a sugi by Hadlakas Neris. And the Gemara says, Hadlaka osa mitzvah or hanacha osa mitzvah. It's a, it's a funny havamina. Is the lighting or the placement of the menorah? What is the placement of the menorah? What, what havamina is that? You light the menorah, that's the end. Hanacha is a lashen menucha. You place it. It's resting. So by the mitzvah Hanukkah, is the mitzvah to light it? The maisa? Or is it the menucha sanefesh, the yishuf adas, the bitachon, the feeling of after you light it? We pass in nigla, you have to light it. But the Hanukkah Osa Mitzvah is a very big part of the mitzvah. So after you light, it means, do you feel the light of a Kaddish Baruch in you? You're doing all this stuff, but are you at ease because you trust that there's a God above? That's Hanukkah Osa Mitzvah.